previously on Describe Your Kill. Realm, have you just slain a dragon? <gasps> oh my god, I think I did. Malachi oh. starts to try and uh, grab the key and, and put it into his sleeves of holding. You are welcome to take the card. Lupin takes the card and... Uh inserts it into one of his many, many pockets. A town square has now manifested in the village surrounding Harrow Park. This definitely sounds like a GM trap. Lupin will uh, step through the portal. Lupin steps through the portal. Aaron follows. I'm with Aaron. You immediately come into what can only be described as a bit of a battle zone. I'm assuming you've come to help us. Might be a card down there. A card? How do you know about the card? What card? I'm sorry, I didn't even ask your name. My name's Japalipal. Just call me Jap. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hi everyone, this is Kimon, voice of Wilhelm Krongard, here to introduce you to episode 20 of Describe Your Kill. This is a great milestone for us to reach and just wanted to say a huge thank you for all of the support we've had over the last few weeks. If you want to get involved, head on over to describeyourkill.com or check out our Discord server. This is a pretty wild episode, so let's get straight into it. This is episode 20 of The Death of Destiny. Ban yada bing, bada boom. I get to say hello first. Hi. Hello, Hello. Come on. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Can you believe it? I've checked the numbers. This is episode 20! It's like two tens. Are you absolutely sure? I was thinking the same thing. sure. 21. We can't have this as the joke every single week. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so like, when you, yeah, when you say, can you believe it? Do I believe you checked the numbers? No, I don't. <laughs> it's it's just say, this is not 20. Everyone's going to be so disappointed. <laughs> hey, look, based on my attitude last week, I think any kind of uh, turn up <laughs> in positive attitude is, is an improvement for the quality of life of you and the listeners. How's everybody doing? Good. Yes. More importantly, Craig, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Are you recovered? I'm just going to hold this up to camera. I've got a nice little Spanish beer on the go, a little Madri, exceptional, lower alcohol content, but I am recovered from the travesty that was last week. I'd like to apologise to everyone involved. (laughs) (laughs) But there is no Um, doubt it led to some of the funniest moments of the show so far. Some of which won't be cut. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. 20 episodes i just want to say uh logged into discord just tonight i hadn't had a chance to be on there all day but massive shout out to electrolyte and to mob ryan and to everyone who is listening from all over the world i see the numbers like there's people the, the one serbian guy that's listening i see you i see you in Serbia <laughs> listening but thank you so much like seeing comments like that just absolutely make it all worthwhile makes me very emotional but this is why we do it and uh yeah thank you so much and we will try and deliver top quality entertainment. And I've got a slight little point of business, guys, for you this evening. Oh, no. <laughs> because it turns out we're not the world's only Stone of Fate Adventure Path podcast. Oh, our title. No, there Bite. is another one. I won't name them. And let's be honest, they're not very good. <laughs> <laughs> we, is this beef now? Have we got I was going to say, I thought he just had beef with Matt Mercer specifically. No, he just clearly hates no, Paula. He's territorial. Matt Mercer, cut this, cut this. <laughs> cut everything. My doorbell's going. Where's the supposed to be? Because I wore all those red dots on your head. Get down. <laughs> Matt Mercer's here. He's going to 
not the cardigan, please. <laughs> He's grown his beard back. <laughs> it's just knocks on your doors. How would you like to do this? <laughs> yes, yes. That is hero point worthy. Fucking hell. Episode twenty. Subscribe your kill the death of destiny. Good evening, everybody. It's very exciting to be back and feeling good about tonight's session. Anyone got anything you want to share? Is that this sounds like the sort of question someone asks when they know that someone's been cheating? <laughs> Chris, Jason, what's this time? Jason. <laughs> Jason, do you have anything to say to us? Do you maybe have, I don't know, another podcast? Hey. <laughs> Unsheathe your dicks is my idea. I'm keeping it. <laughs> if we ever do a Blades in the Dark podcast, that's what it's being called. I was going to say touche. That's probably a phrase from the show. Hey, hey. it's touchy. Okay, let's get into it. So last week. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Matt's gone. It's not an even numbered episode if we don't cause Matty to break down. Oh, gosh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what happened last week? What did happen last week? We went I shopping. Can't... You went shopping, yes. That was definitely the big event last week. It was, it was. I have a plus two armor rune now, so that's fun. That's <laughs> For me. We ended up in the Hilltop Battlement. That's the name of the map. You peered through the portal and you couldn't quite work out where it was, but what you did see were these horrible abominations or aberrations, I should say, trotting, scuttling around the landscape, very rocky, looking down a hill over this ruin. You step through the portal, you meet Japalipal, who in Vudrani, using the Wand of Tongues from Aeron, have a conversation, and it's all quite quick-paced, and she says, Can you please help us? Arasish was sent down the hill with some men, but there was a fight against the aberrations. Can you please go and help him? We would like to go and help, but we can't because my men have had a hard life. (laughs) (laughs) Just Word for word. Hard incredible (laughs) ready to play pathfinder boys oh yeah yeah. ready to find some paths okay so we left last week as you were crisscrossing down the hill through this very barren jagged landscape every time you finished a round you had to roll a dc 16 flat check not even a reflex save and every time that you failed you're going to take 2d6 damage i believe it's bludgeoning and as lupin began his mirror imaging across the battlefield out of the ground came hundreds of these fleshy pink rank globlets of flesh i'm gonna ask kimone to try and describe what one of these little abominations looks like imagine the pose of a zombie now imagine it pink and meaty and fleshy now think of a of a crocodile's head and just scrap that because this this looks like some fucked up weird version of that. It looks like if you if you described the 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 shape of a crocodile or alligator skull to an to an uh, horror artist who has never seen this creature before, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it has eyes that look like they could pop out of its head any second. Yep. Kind of kind of swelling out of the sockets. It's gone on far longer than I expected. And a, <laughs> and a tongue. I'm not finished. I'm gonna paint this picture. 
He's <laughs> doing the tongue. classic thing of if you do it badly enough, you'll never get asked to do <laughs> it again. It. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Your Germans were efficient. This is bollocks. This is his second language. Come on. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. Um, a tongue that Malachi could only wish for. Um, <laughs> you haven't seen it. I think it looks more like. Imagine you took a penis and you chopped it off, stripped all the skin off it, and made it anthropomorphic. That's what it is. I was going to say, it looks like someone's made a crocodile out of ham offcuts. Yeah, no, that's also, t- also true. Doesn't it just look, isn't it like a skinned crocodile with. Like, How is it? A good description, just a skinned penis. <laughs> I was also, is, Craig, your penis no scares me. If this is how your penis would look when it's skinned, Craig, I would check it out, like, with a doctor or something. This doesn't seem... A vet? <laughs> yeah, a vet. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> Remember, uh, the picture is just of one of them, but this is indeed a swarm. Do we need a little reminder on the swarm rules, gentlemen? Yes, please. I think it would be good for the, for the listening audience. A swarm is a mass or cloud of creatures that functions as one monster. Its size entry gives the size of the entire mass, though for most swarms, the individual creatures that make up that mass are tiny. A swarm can occupy the same space as other creatures and must do so in order to use its damaging action. A swarm typically has weakness to effects that deal damage over an area, like area spells and splash weapons. Swarms are immune to the grappled, prone, and restrained conditions. And have been placed in the game to piss Kimon off. Yes, I will remind <laughs> you that the battlefield you're on is greater difficult terrain. All of it. But it is round one. And it is Lupin Malice's turn. Yes, so uh, Lupin, or the Lupins, because there are two. There are two. So the one that is a little bit further to the west, which is immediately uh, adjacent to one of the swarms. Well, they're both going to draw their rapiers. As you draw your rapier, Jason, I have to uh, tell you the stench of these creatures, something I think I mentioned last time, they are incredibly smelly these fleshy components that roil around each other in a ghastly swarm of malodorous gobs of flesh have an olfactory aura. So I'm going to need you to roll me, first of all, a fortitude save, please. Indeed. Uh, That is... That's a natural 8 for 28. 28 is a success. You are immune for one minute. Lovely. So the lupins, or lupi, I guess, draw their their rapiers. <laughs> uh, not rapiers, sorry, sword canes. Rapii. Yeah, rapii. <laughs> oh, no, that sounds unpleasant. No, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, they'll draw their uh, sword canes. And uh, lupin is going to uh, exploit vulnerability. Ooh. Uh, that is a success. So I recall an important fact about the creature, learning its highest weakness or highest weakness if there are multiple. So its um, biggest weakness is splash damage, and it takes ten. Uh, it takes an additional 10 points of splash damage. With that vulnerability exploited, Lupin's weapons will now always work as if they were dealing splash damage, even if they otherwise wouldn't. So, a, for example, a slice with his sword cane would act mechanically as if he was doing splash damage. Cool. Very cool. All right. So that's your first action, I believe. Uh, second action, because the first one was to draw the sword cane. And then right. for the third action, Lupin will take a slice at this group. 
Okay, roll to hit against these horrible pink skinned peni. (laughs) (laughs) Not entirely sure I remember how to use this thing. (laughs) And Rolf, a natural 15 for 37. That is a hit. Wunderbar. And that will be 15 points of damage. So 15, including 1d6 bleed, is that right? Uh, Yes, so... I'm assuming they're not immune to bleed or anything like that. Doesn't appear that they are. Nope. Nope. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah. So uh, that'll be yeah 1d6 persistent bleed on top of the 15 damage plus the 10 weakness. Okay. Got it. That's that your turn. All right. It is my swarm's turn. <laughs> the one to the south. So there are two swarms on this map. They're about 30 feet, 40 feet away from each other. And the PCs are kind of scattered around them. Aeron to the west, Malachi to the east, Wilhelm in the middle, and there were two Lupins on the battlefield, of course. So this swarm starts making its way towards Malachi uh, for one me. action. Me. And then it has to use its swarming bites action, where you're immediately <laughs> going to take 2d6 bludgeoning damage, but you do get a reflex save. Let me just get that in the chat for you. That is a 25. That is a fail. So you take eight points of bludgeoning damage, Ow. and Malachi, you are slowed yes. one for one round. Oh, really? And the creature will then again use its ability. So another reflex save, please. These are swarms, remember. They can't do a huge amount. 36. That is a pass. So you will take half of the bludgeoning damage, which is 10. So five for you. I do need this olfactory uh, save from you as well, please. And I'm going to need that from Wilhelm because he's close enough to you where that is going to come in. So that fortitude save is now in chat. 40. Critical success for Malachi. 33. Critical success for Wilhelm. You are now three of you immune from this. Quick one, Craig. Is Do I need to roll the uh, balance check for Lupin? Yes, you do, Lupin. Thank you. DC 16 flat check, please, Lupin. Uh, yep. That's uh, a natural eight. So. Okay, so you take the three Stop. points of bludgeoning damage from these craggy rocks that you are stood upon the swarm seem unaffected by it and it is the second swarm's turn the one closest to lupin this one is going to move into your space and you are gonna have to roll me that save as well please that's a natural 19 for 40 that's critical success it will do it again if you can roll the save for me again please is there i assume there's no benefit to a critical the critical success yeah no damage oh okay is in none at all yeah yeah that's less good that's a natural five natural five is a fail so you are going to be slowed one for one round and you're going to take the full seven points of bludgeoning damage cool as they do that uh that version of Lupin explodes into a uh, into a shower of like mirror shards. Okay. Uh, so basically, that version vanishes, and those creatures will take slashing damage equal to two plus half my level. Is that an area effect or? It's it is a area effect, attack. Effect, so it's yeah, it's, uh, area damage to all creatures in a five foot emanation around where your mirror self was. It's gonna hurt the creature more than it should. It is yes. All right, 
So that is eight points of damage. Okay. Says seven um, in the chat, you liar. No, that's me taking damage. Oh, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that beer's gone to his head, that German yeah, beer. God, it's, like, <laughs> it's getting all Okay, Jason, so you explode as your mirror image disappears and the creatures scream as all these globlets of flesh explode and little bits of pink blood go flying. Am I right in thinking that you've only got one token on the battlefield now? Is that right? Yes, so that version of Lupin, the, the version of Lupin that was attacked just vanishes um, in, in a sort of puff of glass. Does glass puff? Not really. Um, <laughs> the shower of shattering glass and yet yeah, Lupin uh, the Lupin that is about 15 feet to the east is the only one remaining alright thank you Jason it is still round one but it is Malachi's turn Malachi in true Malachi tradition starts singing run down the hill <laughs> <laughs> run for your lives <laughs> here he comes <laughs> and cast Phantom Orchestra (laughs) as he projects his voice around in a 10 foot burst I will target the swarm that is swarming all over Malachi I will need a fortitude save please so this is the one that's not involved with Lupin this is the one to the south and here comes the fortitude save 29 fail they will take all of this d8 d6 not bad. 26 points of sonic damage. And that's an area effect as well, I believe. That's an area effect as well, Seems yes. to hurt the creature more. Okay, Malachi, that's your two actions. And that is my turn because I am slow. Ah, yes, you are. Thank you for Fun. remembering. Jason, I forgot to roll the recovery check on the bleed from the last one. So uh, I took yes. five yeah. points of bleed, but I did then roll a natural 18 to... Of course you did. Of course you did. Yeah. Of course you did. I genuinely believe you. I, I, I don't doubt it for a second. <laughs> and because it's the end of my turn, I need to roll a d20 to see if I stay on my feet. Thank you, Malachi. 13 is a fail. You do not. So you're going to take six points of bludgeoning damage. Thank you, sir. That brings us to Aaron's spoke point. Aaron, seeing Lupin drawing his sword cane after... It's been a while, I think, since you've used the sword cane. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. So he's got dust on the hilt. <laughs> yeah, he uh, casts guidance on you to help you hit your target a little bit more easily by giving you a plus one status bonus oh, on your next you. turn. And then uh, seeing the other swarm heading for Wilhelm and Malachi... Aaron is also going to cast Guidance on Wilhelm and then he is going to shield himself for his third and final action. I feel so guided. Bottom of round one, of course, with a natural one last week for initiative, is Wilhelm Krongard. Wilhelm, having his rapier already drawn, as I specified last time, as per your request, Craig. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> Let me check the tapes. Pause for 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Wilhelm now saw this swarm running straight toward Malachi and doing its weird swarm thing. And he's like, ew, what the fuck is that? And he, uh, he tries to strike uh, the swarm with, if it works, with a snagging strike? I don't know. I mean, snagging strike only says that if I hit the target, it becomes off guard. But it seems kind of illogical to work against the swarm because it's 
flavor-wise, I grab a hold of the creature I'm fighting. So, what's it called? Uh, snagging strike. Oh, I've just deleted it from your character sheet. Come on, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, says, moved, I've moved on the battlefield as well. Sorry. It's like a, what? Some, it's just some killing my character. GM. Yeah. <laughs> just. So, snagging strike says. Uh, you combine an attack with quick grappling moves to throw an enemy off balance as long as it stays in your reach. It's, it's it tenuous, but I think we can all agree that that's not really Sure, work. yeah, it, it seems... Uh... So stop wasting our time and do something you can <laughs> Craig, you're, you're feeling kind of too good about yourself today. What's Spicy. Up? Natural 20 incoming, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he saw that swarm running at uh, Malachi and doing all sorts of... Uh, Disgusting, writhing, sort of uh, throbbing. I've got penises all over me. (laughs) Oh no, Uh, I'm coming to save you, Malachi. And he kind of (laughs) blindly steps into the swarm with his rapier. No, I'm loving it. it. I'm loving it. Roll to hit. (laughs) Roll to hit. Okay, and he's, uh, yeah, he's rolling to hit. With a natural 18 for a 44. That is a critical hit, Kimo. Yes! But... It's immune. Uh, My creature has an ability called Extraneous Flesh. A strike scores a critical hit on the swarm. A critical hit might simply sever a component chunk that the Banyada can't lose without much harm. I attempt a DC 11 flat check. So let's roll that first, shall we? That's a 19. Of course, of course. Why not? Why yeah, not? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no problem. On a success, mm-hmm. it doesn't take any extra damage from the critical hit, although it would take other effects normally, such as crit specialization effects. So I don't know if you've got anything, Kamon, but it's going to be regular damage. I have. I have. Uh, my crit specialization is that the creature becomes flat-footed until the start of my next turn. Uh, off guard, as, as we say Off guard, thank you. Yeah, so roll regular damage, please. Sure thing. Ooh, that's a lot of high rolling. That's 27 piercing damage with silver mixed in, if that's uh, in any way applicable. It doesn't seem to be. And in fact, your hit seems to hurt it far less than you would think, Wilhelm. Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Um, And for his second and third action, Wilhelm is going to ready an attack, waiting for the creatures to make their move. And the trigger for his strike against this creature is going to be the creature using a hostile action. Okay. So any anything with, uh, you know, anything damaging. Okay. Yeah, that's his turn. Okay, got it. Thank you. It's the top of round two of the combat. It is Lupin Malice's turn. Indeed. Uh, so I'm slowed, so there will only be two actions this turn. Um, yes. So the first action Lupin will take is uh, he will uh, rummage in his pocket and he will... He will pull out a uh, a ring, a ring that looks somewhat familiar because he's used it a couple of times before, and he throws it across to Wilhelm. Yes, yes. Wilhelm, take this. <laughs> um, take my ring. I like you, um, but as a friend, <laughs> you have to understand. <laughs> <laughs> Mechanically, Lupin is uh, sharing weakness. Okay. So uh, what he's doing is establishing a personal link that allows my ally to affect an enemy as if it were me. So the ally's strikes apply the weakness from mortal weakness the same way my strikes do. So the question for me would now be, since it has, it seems to have a resistance against um, at least piercing damage. 
My attack triggering the weakness from now on, would it still apply the uh, resistance or would it, uh, so would it kind um, of cancel each other out or would the weakness overtake? The so resistance? basically it would effectively cancel it out. I do have a, uh, I do have a feat that, that would allow me to bypass resistances. It's breach defenses. But that all that does is that basically gives me a third option when I succeed with exploit vulnerability. Oh, so, so I, I yeah, so I, I have to choose that, and I didn't. Okay. I chose instead to exploit the the weakness to Which splash is damage. Effectively, the same thing. It, yeah, it, it's it's very okay. much much of a muchness. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Kimon, I've got your damage correct, and Jason, just to clarify on that, when I said to you before that the creature hadn't taken the damage due to the macros, it actually did, but it was applying the resistance as well at the same time, so it ah, did right. in effect okay. cancel it out. Cool. Okay. Cool. That makes sense. Yes, so you have shared weakness for one action. Yep, and then for his uh, his second action, Lupin is going to... He's going to you look into the mirror. He's going to use that mirror to create another version of him uh, 15 feet away, just to the uh, sort of southwest of where he is right now. So sort of between Aeron and his current... Forming a triangle between you, Aeron, and the two swarms. Yes, basically. Just for the listeners, these swarms are large. They are taking up a 10 square foot space. Is that turn, Lupin? That is turn because I am slowed. So, uh, Was that for one turn? One round even? Uh, yeah, just for one round, the slow condition. Fine. Yeah, that's fine. I will remove that then. It is the swarm's turn that is currently occupying Malachi's space right next to Wilhelm. And this swarm doesn't know any better. It's going to take a little bite. Of course it is. So here comes the save that you need to make. Just before Malachi is going to roll that save, Wilhelm sees an opening uh, just there and attempts to strike out at the swarm with his new gained uh, exploit vulnerability shenanigans. (laughs) <laughs> and um, as he does, he feels the world around him almost kind of slow down a bit as his um, rabbit prince resonates Ooh. in his pocket Ooh. and he gets a plus one bonus to his ready attack. Okay. A vibrating rabbit in your pocket. You sure it's the rabbit yes. prince this time, come on. It is the rabbit prince. I am 99% sure. <laughs> Roll to hit then on yes. your readied action. That is a natural 13 for a 39 to hit against off guard. That is a critical hit. Oh critical my god. Hit, critical hit, do, critical do hit. You get to roll another. I another do. I'm going to use oh my, my extraneous flesh ability. So it's a DC 11 flat check. Here comes the roll. Oh my fucking. Oh. <laughs> that's right. That's okay. Boys, natural that's okay. 20, We're good. It's fine. So is roll okay? normal damage, please. Is it a reaction at least, Craig? No, it's not a reaction. My God. Ability. That's very average. That's 21 points of damage. Unmodified, okay. I believe. All seems to go through. That's taking into effect Lupin's shared weakness, but also this creature does appear to have some resistances as well. That's his first action. It's second action. It's going to go again on Malachi. I, I didn't roll that basic reflex save in the first yeah. place. So I'll roll that. That's a 37. Brilliant. Okay, and here—that's a pass. So here's your bludgeoning damage. Four points of bludgeoning damage. So just two of that. that. 
That's its first action. Its second action, it's going to go again. So please roll another reflex save for me, Malachi. Certainly. That's a 33. That is a pass. So again, you will take half of the eight points of bludgeoning damage. And it's going to go again. Of course it is. Go ahead and roll that third reflex save. This mindless swarm of these pink fleshy creatures. I love it, really. Get off me. 25. That's a fail. So you're going to take the full seven points of bludgeoning and you are again slowed for one round. Lupin, Um, you forgot to roll your reflex. I was literally just about to say, yeah, is I was just rolling it as a 10. Uh, That's a fail. So here's your 2d6. This is from the craggy ground. Eight points of bludgeoning. It is the swarm's turn to the north, and this one starts making its way towards Aaron. Aaron, I'm going to need you to roll a fortitude save, please, as you get hit by this malodorous smell. Okay. That's a natural 14 for 34. 34 is a pass, so you are also immune for one minute. But with its second action, it will attempt to bite you. Please roll me a reflex save, DC 30. Oh, that's 27. That's a fail. Here's your bludgeoning damage. That's eight points. And it will try and bite you again. So another slate. Another save, please. That's not good either. 29. 29 is also a fail. So you take another. Oh, oh boxcars, baby. 12 oh. points of bludgeoning damage. The swarm overwhelms you. Your shield spell doing nothing to protect you. Okay, so it's round two. It's down to Malachi's turn. Malachi is currently stood in the swarm, getting assaulted. He has slowed one. He's also got his ghostly orchestra performing. Malachi, what do you do? Malachi is still singing Run to the, Run Down the Hill and is going to attempt to step out of the swarm for one action. Okay. Absolutely fine. Excellent news. And then for his second action, he will move the choir a little bit more over the swarm that he has just stepped out of, kicking off all of these terrible, fleshy, crocodile-like penises and that is a pass. You will take half of this. That's a fortitude save that I had to roll there. 35 I rolled, so half damage. And that is 30 points halved to 15. 15 points of sonic damage. Area but again, it's damage. an area effect, so it seems to hurt the creature more than it should have done. And because it's the end of my turn and I am slowed, so I only have two actions, I now need to roll my flat check to see if i fall over ah yes dc 16 flat check that is a two five points of bludgeoning damage to you next up is aaron spoke point aaron is currently being swarmed by these creatures and he's trying to fight them off but they are just getting through his shield so he drops that shield spell and then he lets out a shadow blast in a 50 foot line right in front of him and that is going to be a reflex save I need from you. Where does your shadow blast come from, Aaron? <laughs> from the crotch. Ah! Uh, but yeah, from his from his hands, I suppose. Okay, yeah, no, good. Just making yeah. sure. Well, I think I'm imagining him getting kind of swarmed and like trying to bat them all off, and then he's kind of like emanates outwards like that. Okay, there we go. That'll be a reflex save, please. Okay, so the eastern one, the one that's currently swarming you, here's its reflex save. I say 36. That was nearly a 20. 
And the second one with a 24. What's the second one for? For both, got both of them. Both I swans. assume the line's hitting both of them. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. It is now. Oh, someone's hung over today. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a he thing. He hasn't I got his ring do. light. The source of his power has been diminished. <laughs> <laughs> diminished. No, it's just that you confused me when you asked when it where it was coming from, but I thought it was. I, sorry, I thought it was obvious. Anyway, right. Uh, pass and a fail. Right. So yeah, pass and a fail. Thank you, Chris. So here's the damage. This is going to be force damage. Oh, that's very low. So 20 points, that is low, yeah, for the swarm that is on me, and then the one to the east. Got it. Seems that will go three. And then for his third and final action, Aaron is going to... uh, Can you just remind me, is it difficult terrain? Greater difficult terrain. Each square will be 15 feet of movement. Oh, so I can only really just kind of go with 25 feet of movement. Yeah, one square. One square. Okay. So yeah, Aaron stumbles over the rocks here, and then I'll roll my flat check to try and keep my balance. Oh, that's a two. Okay, so you take the nine points of bludgeoning. Oh god. So everyone's just like, you know that one that episode of The Simpsons when Homer like falls down the cliff. Down the in gorge. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's Aaron right now. <laughs> and it is like a 2d6 persistent damage on you guys like it's really horrible yeah you do get a chance to save obviously if you were not on the ground you wouldn't be taking it but it is the bottom of round two it is wilhelm's turn yes and as wilhelm starts his turn he remembers that he didn't roll his flat check last round so he's gonna do that now thank you wilhelm that's a 17 so he passes literally the first one we've passed his feet are stable, no damage. I have very steady feet, guys. We're going to be fine. And, uh... Shh, you'll, you'll get the foot people in here. <laughs> <laughs> what people? That's a different crowd, Jason. This We've is, got enough on this the Discord. This is an character, just shh. You don't want the foot fetish groups in here. Okay, damn. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... Damn, I wanted them. Damn. <laughs> a l- a listen, Shit, a Lupin. <laughs> Electrolyte, no fanfic. Stop it. <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's Put coming. Put your pen down. Okay. Uh, so with his first action, Wilhelm is going to uh, take another hit at the creature, which is no longer flat-footed since Wilhelm's turn started. Okay. So this is the creature that's directly to the south of you, the one nearest to Malachi as well. You're yes, the one that's kind of flanked it, by but us. You look at it, oh, yeah, I mean, even flanked, your, your keen battle eyes, Wilhelm, you would know that even being flanked to this creature is not going to make any difference. There's just too yeah. many of them. Mm. It's still going to be a natural 13 for 38. 38 is a hit. Roll damage. 19 points of damage, average. just below average. You've been yeah. chopping away at these fleshy globules of weird crocodile peni flesh, and uh, it's <laughs> looking it's looking on the ropes. Wilhelm, seeing that the creature is um, badly wounded, is going to um, change his plans a bit, and is going to try and hit the creature again, or the creatures, I should say. Here we go. And he is going to attack... Roll to hit. With a... Another natural 13 for 33 to hit this time. That is three 13s in a row for you, Kimone. Yes. Ooh! But even on your second attack penalty, that is a hit. Nice. Right, that's going to be 21 points of damage. Kimone, go ahead and describe your kill. Oh my yes! god, yes. 
And uh, for the last uh, two rounds, Wilhelm has, with his rapier, kind of been picking off single creatures of those, uh, just stabbing each one of them. Now he has a little, uh, you know, this... Uh, Kebab? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, 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 some, with some of those uh, creatures impaled on his rapier. And um, now the last few ones just scatter and run away. And he, with a flick of his rapier, just kind of flings them all to the ground. With his last action, Wilhelm is going to move two squares since he has a 30-foot movement. Ooh, show off. And that is his turn. Okay, thank you, Wilhelm. And he's going to roll another save, I guess. Please go for it. Yeah, DC 16 flat check. Another success! (laughs) 17 again. Success. I am on fire tonight, boys. What shoes are you wearing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's keep it going then. Loop in Elven top of kind. round three of you this combat. You said don't attract the foot people. You are 15 yeah. <laughs> feet away from the <laughs> remaining swarm. Uh, okay, so Lupin's turn starts and uh, the northernmost version of Lupin blinks out of existence. And uh, in, as quick as a flash, Lupin uh, just shakes the mirror again and uh, 15 feet away and directly north of the remaining swarm. Again, nice. another version of Lupin appears. Both of them swing down with their uh, sword canes, uh, and the one that is next to Wilhelm just narrowly misses. Um, Watch out! <laughs> yeah, yeah Watch sorry, it's uh, still, yeah, still getting used to this two bodies thing. Um, <laughs> it's, it's the classic two body problem. Um, yes, a classic, truly. Yes. It's yes. a little yes. science joke for yes. those who've, you know, educated. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Lupin will take a strike at the swarm immediately to his south. Yeah, I got it. it. <laughs> there we go. He gets there, there in the end. <laughs> go on, fucking roll to hit. Oh, I got it. I just didn't laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get it, but I was afraid to say. <laughs> That's a 31 to hit. 31 is a hit. Uh, lovely. So that will be. Uh, oh, it's not bad. Fifteen points of damage. Not bad, yeah. and applies one d six bleed it again does indeed. to the swarm. Yep. And uh, then for final action, do you know what? I'm just going to swing again. Ugh, natural eight. Twenty six to hit. Twenty six is a miss. Yep. And that's turn. It is the swarm's turn. It pushes five feet. This roiling mass of pink flesh comes under you and begins to bite you. I'm going to need a DC 30 reflex save, please. Okay. Uh, that is a natural 16 for 37. That's a pass. So you're going to take half of this damage. That's seven, seven. points. So yep. three. And then another reflex save as they continue biting at your beautiful ankles. <laughs> We're all getting very feety here, aren't we? Um, that's, a, that's a 24. That's not so good. That's right on the little toe. And that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> no, no. Lupin, describe your little toe. <laughs> Different I can't podcast. No. Different podcast. Ham crocodile so now. Would you like feet? to describe your toe? <laughs> that's oh. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. We're going to move through that. And Lupin, yeah. you are slowed and one for one round. As they bite into him... Into him uh, that version of Lupin again just shatters in an explosion of glass. Okay. That will deal eight points of damage. Okay. Uh, but that is obviously area again, so that will. Yeah, seems to hurt the creature a lot. It is Malachi's turn. Um, oh, sorry. 
First of all, my creature has to take four points of bleed damage. Here comes the recovery check. Hey, oh, it's a miracle, time. guys. The first three. time. It's a three. Malachi, it's your turn. You are to the most southeast of this, and you are near to the dead swarm, about kind of 50 feet away from the remaining swarm. What do you do? Malachi continues his singing, run up that hill, and moves his concordant choir (laughs) over the... No royalties for you, Kate Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, no. Got you on that Uh, one. Oh, God. And he will move his invisible orchestra over the swarm that had Lupin swarmed the last time round, just to call the damage. And I will need a fortitude save, please. Okay, a fortitude save. DC 31. Yes. Ah, that is a 26. That is a fail. They will take all of 8d6 sonic damage. Ooh, that looks high. As yeah. an area effect, 28 damage. Plus the area damage. Yes, thank you, Malachi. Is that your turn? I think you've got one action left, maybe. Or two, even. I have two actions left. He, as part of his song, he will inspire courage, finally, so that we can take down these horrible creatures. Horrible. Oh. Incredible. (laughs) You are all now inspired by my beautiful singing. (laughs) I'll say. Very much so, yes. Uh, And I will step back another foot down the hill. That is my turn. Aaron spoke point. You're up. Aaron is going to. The swarm is right in front of him. Unleash another shadow blast. Oh, where's it coming from this time? <laughs> this time it's coming from his eyes like Cyclops from X-Men. Ah. Uh... Reflex save, please. Thirty-five. <laughs> 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 uh... 35. 35 is a pass. So right. half of this damage. Ooh. 32 points. All seems to go through. Creature is looking rough. Marvellous. And then for my third and final action, I'm going to cast Winning Streak for a single action on Wilhelm. So this will make Wilhelm quickened for one round. And uh, if he scores a critical hit, then that will pass to one of our allies. So they will get to be quickened. Lovely. Thank you, Aaron. So it's Wilhelm's turn. Kill the swarm. He has four actions. And he is going to miss with every single one of them. (laughs) I can guarantee. He's going to, with his first action, with his quickened action, he's going to move two squares toward the creature swarm thing. So now he's corner to corner. He's corner to corner. He's corner to corner. And with his second of four actions, he's going to attempt a strike. And this is going to be a natural 18 for 44 for 44 to hit. 44 is a critical hit. I should roll my DC 11 flat check. Oh my! You are kidding me. 16. You are you are absolutely you. What? You need to get that module for Foundry. It really helps. (laughs) Uh, So it'll be regular damage. That's going Yeesh. to be 18 points of damage. Yeah, hardly any of that goes through, I'm afraid, Wilhelm. But he does trigger the weakness. He does not, because it's not the creature that Jason... It's, uh, it's the mortal weakness that Jason triggered, so it counts for every member of that uh, species. Yep. Is that true? Yes. It is accurate. 
Yep. Right. Well, he takes Although, with that said, that is not the one I had exploit vulnerability on because I've not actually exploited vulnerability on this one yet. And doesn't breach def- uh, share weakness only applies once I make that one the target of my exploit vulnerability. Shit. Yeah, I, I literally only remembered it as Craig said that. I was like, oh shit, yeah, no, I need to do that. So, fuck. Apologies. Okay. So the creature's still alive. Thank you. <laughs> fuck this. Okay. Just kill it. It's looking fucked. Just hit yeah, it, it again. It looks fucked. Okay, I'm going to hit it again. With a natural 7 for 28 to hit. Ah, it is a hit. Oh my is it? god. Fucking hell. Just fighter things, guys. I got this. <laughs> It's all under control. I, I'm dealing 21 points of damage minus resistance. Describe your kill, <gasps> Wilhelm. Yes! Okay. Um, <laughs> Wilhelm, see the creature get awfully close to uh, Aaron and Lupin, just uh, sort of spends what feels like 20 seconds running up to it, even though it's like two meters away. And um, <laughs> he flails his rapier around and he seems very out of his depth with this kind of fighting, it seems very much like he's only really had practice against armed opponents and <laughs> one-on-one combats. But somehow his flailing pays off. And after a few seconds of him just kind of hitting blindly at the swarm, it uh, scatters and, and the remaining little creatures run off and it's gone. As you strike down on this writhing mass of fleshy globules explodes and dies you are out of combat gentlemen see you later alligator (laughs) oh he had that one in the chamber for a couple of minutes there i had a better one but i didn't want to waste it (laughs) you are out of combat you are still though on this hilltop battlement you have descended about halfway down this hill towards these stone ruins you were attacked by these two fleshy swarms but you are out of combat Wilhelm I will need you to roll the flat check for me please sure what could go wrong natural four okay so you then also take seven points of bludgeoning damage sure thing the immediate threat has passed but Malachi I would say is about 80 feet away Lupin 90 Wilhelm 100, Aaron 110 feet away from their destination. What do you do? From the initiative order we were in, is I think it would be Lupin, and Lupin will just continue uh, to uh, continue to use the mirror to sort of blink his way down through the rocks and the terrain, sort of t- towards the bottom. So that would probably take him about another, probably about halfway actually, is about sort of 45 feet. Next up was. Malachi? Yeah, Malachi will just struggle through three squares forward. Okay. Next up would be Aaron. Aaron casts fly on himself, seeing Ah. the last of the creatures fall, and he just glides over the rocks. (laughs) Look at me, Ma! Joins at the front with Malachi and Lupin. Wilhelm at the back now. Heading to the east towards these abandoned ruins doesn't appear to be any immediate danger. Wilhelm still being quickened, I suppose? Or is he? Yeah, sure. I'm going to keep your initiative order even though the combat's over, but yeah. Yeah, so since he has a 30-foot movement speed, he moves two squares, so 10 feet per action. 
which would make him move 40 feet, which is uh, just enough for him to now stand next to the duplicate of Lupin, which is further back. Okay. So he's kind of uh, 10 feet, 15 feet behind everyone else right now. Our party are 45 feet away from the safety, from the entrance to these ruins, or this ruined building, I should say, not ruins, Lupin. Lupin will essentially repeat to repeat the same trick as last time, just sort of leapfrogging using the mirror, which will take him down to pretty much the uh, the edge edge of the building. Okay. Lupin, roll a perception check. Uh, that's a natural 8 for 29. You're pretty sure from the inside you hear the groaning of a male voice coming from inside this destroyed building. Lupin will sort of try and stay out of sight while he waits for the others to uh, to catch up and will sort of beckon to them to uh, to keep the noise down. Okay, Malachi. Uh, rinse and repeat. Three squares crawling over these craggy rocks. Okay, next up is Aaron. Aaron will fly right up to join Lupin. What is it? What do you hear? You can hear groaning. There's, uh, there's definitely someone inside. Very difficult to whisper doing this voice. <laughs> <laughs> But, but it's your own voice. What are you talking about? Yes, I'm used to shouting a lot. <laughs> Next up is Wilhelm. Yeah, um, Wilhelm, with his um, a bit faster speed than Malachi, is going to um, run up next to Malachi and he's going to try to help kind of uh, boost him up a little so they can... So that essentially um, what he's trying to do is he himself is going to be a bit slower than usual, but... Uh, he's going to drag Malachi with him to make Malachi a bit faster th- so they, th- that they can both kind of Got it, arrive like it. at the same pace. Absolutely, yeah. So you're both now only 30 feet away. Lupin, you would be next. Okay, so I think I'm inclined to wait for the others to catch up. Okay, so Malachi, you'd be next. You've got Wilhelm helping you. I'm going to say that if you both made a little dash for it using both your actions, you would make it to the safe zone through the rest of this craggy, rocky outpost towards the ruined building. Yeah, let's do that then, I think. Let us do that, yeah. Yes. Okay, move yourselves towards this building. You do not appear to be in immediate danger. Lupin will will motion to the others to uh, to sort of stay down and stay there and will sort of peek his head either round the corner or over a low low laying piece of rubble or something and try and try and see whether he can see uh, anyone in the ruins of the building roll perception please Lupin that's a natural 7 for 28 you don't see anyone but with a 28 you can certainly hear the kind of sounds of groaning coming from inside the ruins with that then is uh, as he can't see anything but he can hear uh, Lupin will start to sort of quietly and and carefully sort of pick his way into the building sort of trying to trying to s- not actively like hiding but not like right marching straight in either well you tell me you want to stealth in or you just going to walk in um, I think walking. I, I think walking. I don't think it's going to be quite to the the extent of of actively trying to stealth. You walk in, Lupin, and as you pick your way through the rubble, leaving the other three outside for just a second, you see with his back against a wall a human male wearing quite regal armor who looks like this. Those look like scars. 
Want to describe him quickly, Lupin? Yep, that is, I mean, it is a a human male uh, in a suit of armour. Brown hair, as I say, he's got some cuts and some scars on on his person. He's fairly, I would say, unremarkable looking. Yep, generic human man. Yes, yeah. Lupin, as you sneak into the building, you see this man pressed up, his back against the wall, nursing a deep wound you can see on his left side. He hears the patter of stones as you step in and just calls out and goes, Have you come to help me? Who's there? My name is is Lupin Malice. He's uh, been sent by your friend. You are, I presume, Arasish? Yes, my name is Arasish. How did you find me? I've been trapped here for several hours. We were attacked by the abominations. The Banyada. I am near death. If you could heal me, I would appreciate it. <laughs> Unfortunately, neither me or my friends are any good at medicine. Well, fuck off then. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it, indeed, uh, Lupin calls out to the others. As we, we are by no means medical experts, but uh, we will hopefully be able to at least keep you from death's door. You must yes, Our friend Malachi can shred a mean Kitar solo and it kind of weirdly heals you. Kitar, <laughs> I hate the Kitar more than the gods. Don't <laughs> let him in here. <laughs> <laughs> What do you want, the Kita? I think he wants to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, holds it out. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost many men. And as you look around in the building, you see that there are dead bodies of compatriots. They're human men. Awful wounds that would probably match the mouths of the swarms you just faced. Arasish looks up. He says, if you could provide me healing, please. I am gravely wounded. I'm not sure I'll make it. I'm the last survivor. There are more coming, if you can help me, please. Aaron pulls out his healer's tools and kneels beside him and uh, says to him, I- I'm, I'm not the best at medicine, but I-, I do know some basic first aid. Let me help you. And he starts to treat his wounds and he rolls a 27, which is a crit success on a basic check. So that's just 16 points of healing but he does manage to staunch the wounds a little bit. I didn't catch your name. Uh, my name's Aaron. Aaron Spokepoint. Aaron, you spoke true when you said you're not a healer. 16 is pathetic, but I do thank you for the healing. <laughs> I cast Shadow Blast. <laughs> where do you from cast where? it from? <laughs> <laughs> Can I give Craig a hero point for that? Tell me, does Japalipal still live? Yes, she's back on the far side, towards the west. She (sighs) thought you were holed up in this direction and asked for our help, so we sped out to find you. I'm glad that we did. Thank the gods. I've been fucked up here like Phrasma's tits. (laughs) (laughs) That's not making it, surely. He's, he's been waiting for that. I can see him grinning. <laughs> Matt, he's gone. He's gone. I was, I was thinking, he's left what the, podcast. the fuck is he about to say now? Matt's just like, I'm not laughing, you are. <laughs> you okay, Matt? 
Looks so impressed. He's beaten. He has nothing left to give. I thank you not to uh, not to blaspheme. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but that's so funny. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Okay, so that's now Craig's completely lost it as well. That's three out of five of us have completely lost their minds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's <laughs> just laughing at the fact you're laughing. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> if you need to heal yourselves, now would be the time. They're coming, they're swarming that you need to heal. If you can heal yourselves, then please do. You haven't got long before the battle commence. We must get back to the hilltop. Where on earth have you come from? It's it's a long story. We're, we're adventurers and, well, travellers. We've come from Absalom a long way away. We're travellers. We're actually looking for artefacts. It sounds silly, I know, but have you heard of Harrow Cards? Harrow Cards? Yes, we're, yes. we're looking for some. You may have seen seen one in the area. Uh, unusual design, perhaps floating around and guarded by a, a dwarf or something similar. A dwarf? No, but I see you have a dwarf in your party. No, he's actually <laughs> seven it. foot tall. He's seven foot tall. His great, great, great grandma was a dwarf, apparently. We're great friends but, uh, of the dwarfs here. You can't be sure. Harakards, it's it's funny you say that. And he reaches into his pocket and pulls out a very distinctive card. This card is known as the trumpet. <gasps> the rusty <laughs> trumpet? <laughs> you mean Harakards like this, friend? Aaron casts detect magic. Aaron, you detect a lot of magic. Yes, exactly mm. like that. How did the, you come into possession of this item? This card appeared in my possession four to five days ago. Maybe slightly longer, I lose track of time. It's got this ability. I can erupt a noise, dealing a lot of damage to them. I've activated it for the last few days. That's why this building is destroyed. I did have a feeling it wasn't meant for me. You come here seeking Harrow. I hold Harrow. Perhaps this card was meant for you. The trumpet. Um, I I don't know how familiar you are with Harrow cards, but um, as far as I remember, it uh, it represents uh, timely warnings. If this card appeared in your possession, yes. I'm sure that it means that uh, you have some sort of uh, I don't know knack for um, sensing danger. How come you were ambushed here? 
I think we have more pressing matters to attend to. Listen, everybody roll perception checks, please. Um, natural one. Ooh, lovely, Aaron. Uh, that's a natural eight for Lupin. I'm rolling a lot of those tonight. Natural one. Ah, lovely. Get him out of the way. It's almost like we're distracted. Yeah. <laughs> ah, 34 for Malachi. Malachi, you here, and you see that the, the water flask that you've got at your side, I'm going to say it's transparent, you notice that the water in it, the level that was stable, starts going, dum, dum, dum. And you hear Arasi say, uh, they're coming, they're coming, prepare yourselves now. It sounds like a big one. And to the east, coming out of the sand, you see five creatures, oh! one of which is almost oh 30 God. feet tall. And it looks like this. Oh. Jason, want to describe that? It has a two-pronged dick. <laughs> <laughs> so if you kind of imagine Goro from Mortal Kombat, Mm-hmm. Again, made out of ham, and uh, but the head is kind of like a clicker from The Last of Us. Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably about the best description I can give. It. It's carrying what looks like a massive shank. I think that's fair. So why don't you go ahead and roll for fucking initiative? Logan. Okay, call out your initiative numbers, please. Malachi, thirty-nine. Wilhelm with a forty. 28 for Lupin. And a 28 for Aaron as well. You are in this destroyed, crumbling battlement. Imagine like a kind of bunker, something like that, but above ground. But it is completely destroyed. There are not really any lines of sight. The whole thing is falling apart. It is difficult terrain where you are standing, but outside to the east where these creatures approach, it is not difficult terrain. It's the top of round one, and it is Wilhelm Krongard's turn. Very boring one at that. Um, Wilhelm is going to see these creatures kind of appear. Uh, do they They do come out of the ground? They push in from like behind oh, these rocky okay. alcoves to the east of you, and there's one massive guy, mechanically huge, I want to say. Yeah, yeah mecha- mechanically yeah. huge. Then behind him are four much smaller creatures they're not swarms but they look very similar to the creatures that you fought before but just slightly bigger versions occupying a five foot square each so there's four medium creatures and one huge creature that are pushing towards you from the east and you're in this battlement Wilhelm sees that and he kind of uh, scans the whole situation and uh, and thinks to himself okay not yet and uh, he's gonna hold his turn and uh, brace himself for the oncoming combat. It's round one. Wilhelm has been and decides to hold. It is Malachi's turn. Malachi starts singing, Never smile at a crocodile! (laughs) 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 And in true Malachi style, it's going to continue and cast Phantom Orchestra yet again because it has been a very good spell for him so far in this campaign. So you're casting the Phantom Orchestra spell, which has a range of 120 feet 20 over feet, to the yes. east, which would get all of these creatures. So the big guy crit success. 
and then I'll take the first result, which is a failure. So they, the four small ones fail, the big one crit successes. Okie dokes. Here is your damage. 8d6. Not a bad roll. 25 points of sonic damage. That is also an area effect. And then with his final action, he continues to sing his song and will cast Dirge of Doom. Dirge of Doom! Thank you, Malachi. Good turn. It is one of my creature's turns, and this one moves up and then stands still. Aaron, it's your turn. Is it indeed? Okay, so this ruined wall here, can I ignore that? Can I see them like perfectly, or is there any kind of cover or barrier between us? So yes, you can. This this uh, wall here on the map, I'm just going to say, is is nothing other than a kind of little mound. It wouldn't even be difficult terrain for you to get by. There is difficulty around you, so it's important if you want to do stuff to ask. But from where you guys are sitting in the building, looking out to the east, it's a clear view. There's this stretch of open sand, and then where these creatures came from, just behind them off the map, are lots of big, jagged rocks and boulders but you have a clear view now. Excellent. Okay. Just seeing this giant creature, I mean, that's all Aaron can focus on at the minute as that comes stumbling towards us. Nearly uh, 30 foot tall, this creature. Yeah, we've had a... I, I think after being frightened for by Sedisarax, uh, Aaron is not a big fan of big creatures. So he spends an action to increase the reach of his next spell... And then he casts Unraveling Blast and shoots a bolt of green energy towards the creature to destroy one of its possible futures. Roll a will save. On the big guy. On the big guy. Okay, here comes the DC 30 will save. Natural 20. 33. Oh, that is just a success. So he will take half of this damage. That's all my dice. Oh, there's a couple of big ones in there. It's 47 points of mental damage. Ouch. That's, uh, all seems to go through, Aaron. Wonderful. And as Aaron casts that spell, he then starts flickering himself and becomes concealed as he starts phasing in and out of different realities. Fantastic turn. This is Lupin Malice. Yes, so uh, Lupin will, uh, I assume he's got a decent line of sight to uh, to the big guy at least, who's presumably towering over. Yeah, 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 you've all got good line of sight yeah. at the moment. Uh, so yeah, Lupin will attempt to exploit vulnerability on the big fella. And uh, that is... Ooh. <sighs> that's a natural two. That is a fail. I can exploit only the creature's personal antithesis. Um, okay, I'm going to hero point. That's quite a big thing for me. Yeah, I, I'm no, I'm not going to spend a hero point this early in combat. Um, no, um, I'm going to attempt again. It's better. That's a natural two. Natural twelve. Yes, yeah, right. Natural twelve for thirty-five. Thirty-five <laughs> is a success. Excellent. And really annoyingly, uh, it's got no highest weakness. It's got no bypassable resistances, and it's. <laughs> and its only weakness is the personal antithesis, which I could have exploited on a failure. Well, well, its yeah. biggest weakness is slashing 10. That's interesting, because that has not come up on mine. Okay, so let's uh, roll with it. 
I can see okay. the actual creature's stat block. It's weakness to slashing 10. Okay. And uh, then for his third and final action, uh, Lupin will draw his pistol. Lupin draws his pistol for his final action. Next up, it is my big creature's turn. And you see it bend down and pick up this large boulder. And it launches it straight at Aaron. Here comes a big old rock. 37 to hit. Yes, that's a hit on target. 23 points of bludgeoning damage. As that happens, Lupin will flash the amulet and a uh, a blue barrier will come up and uh, Aaron will gain resistance 14 to that damage. Thank you very much, Mr. Mellis. No problem, my boy. And with its second action... Oh, no, he's got a lot of... Oh, his speed is 40! He comes burning through into the building, looks down at Aeron again and strikes out with his fist with a natural 19. That is a 40 to hit. Yeah, that's a critical. And because that's within two AC of a critical range, Wilhelm no! steps up a step and with his rapier quickly interferes with the... Uh, what What does it attack with? Its fist or... or uh, it's his a, fist, yeah. Yeah. And um, quickly interferes with the hit. It still hits Aaron, but it's kind of... Um, it, it, the fist is kind of off target and... Uh, only scrapes him where, the, where where it would have hit a vital spot. And the critical hit turns into a regular hit. That's 24 points of damage as this big fist beats down at you. And with the free action, it grabs you as oh well. So you are Assuming that grappled. damage is bludgeoning, Aaron, you've got an ongoing resistance 5 to bludgeoning until the start of my next turn. It is bludgeoning. Thank you very much. So Aaron is grabbed as this huge behemoth comes smashing in and grabs him. Wilhelm manages to turn the crit into a regular hit. I will need Aaron to roll a fortitude save, please. We've just managed to turn a 48 damage roll into a 19. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Top one's 38. 38 is a success, so you are now immune for one minute to this creature's odor of rot. From the back, though, you see one of these creatures suddenly that was walking go down on all four feet and start mm. charging up into the fray. And it's not going to be able to, I don't think. It's like one of those dogs from Lethal Company. No, it's not able <laughs> to quite get up to you. Another one of these creatures that was walking on two legs goes down to four feet and with its arm starts pumping itself towards you. <laughs> Do you uh, Turn phrasing? Words. Yeah, phrasing? If it's dick shape, it does, it does dick things. Arasisha's next. He says, I, I can help if it gets close, but I'm not able to fight that much. If it comes within range, I might be able to swing. And he grabs his sword that is next to him. And then finally, from the back, another one of these creatures goes down into its four-legged stance and pounds its way towards <laughs> you. Before initiative for this round ends, Wilhelm is going to take his delayed action. Okay. Uh, his delayed turn, uh, sorry. And um, 
now that everyone is within kind of close quarters here, Wilhelm is going to take his first action and step between Aaron and the and the large creature. And um, for his second action, he's going to attempt a snagging strike against the uh, the large creature, the huge creature. Rather. Okay, so Wilhelm steps up towards the huge creature. Did you have to roll the save yet, Wilhelm? No. Okay, so roll me a fortitude save, please. I'm going to re-roll that natural one because I don't natural like... Natural one. I do not like natural ones on saving throws. I am going to re-roll that. Okay, here comes the second natural one. Yeah, be prepared. No, this is going to be natural two in true Wilhelm fashion, like always. <laughs> natural 15 for 36. 36 is a critical success. You are immune to the odor of rot. Nice. And uh, now with the second action, he's going to attack with uh, a 36 to hit. 36 <laughs> is a hit. Okay. That is going to be... Ooh, that's good. Uh, that's 24 points of damage. All seems to go through. Nice. And with his third action, he's going to uh, enter his dueling dance stance, uh, giving him a plus two to AC as long as he kind of uh, is wielding his rapier. Okay, it's the top of round two of this combat. It's Malachi Bordello's turn. Malachi changes his song and you hear him sing. I remember when Rock was young. Me and Aaron had so much fun. Holding hands and skimming stones. We had an old man called Lupin Malice. But the biggest kick I ever got was doing a thing called the Crocodile Rock. And moves his, um, moves his, con- his, concord- his choir, uh, invisible choir, over to where to the north where it will hit the big guy and two of the advancing crocodile penises yep I require fortitude saves please okay left one is a natural 20 these are the little guys right one is a natural 11 which is a 26 Uh, that would be a fail yeah and the big guy can't fail uh, 31. It's just on the DC. Lovely. So crit, fail, and a pass. Roll and here's your, your 8d6 sonic damage. That's 25 points of sonic damage. Got it. As Elton John manifests it themselves. Malachi. <laughs> that was an Elton John song. Um, <laughs> just... Okay. Elton John is here. Here <laughs> He's here. Um, the Elton John De- guy. De- Delton, Delton Fon. And he will sustain Dirge of Doom with that as well and will soothe Aaron with that because he got mentioned in okay, the Okay, so he moves the Phantom Orchestra for one action. He sustains Dirge of Doom for two actions. Yeah. For his third action, he soothes. Quickened or? Why is it quickened? Is it quickened? That's what I'm asking because one action soothe doesn't exist, I think. Uh, yeah, let's go with that because Aaron's going to need it. He sure is. <laughs> Ooh, that's a lot. 63 points of healing. So it is one of my little weird creature's turns, the one that's way out in the desert. He's going to get down on his hind legs and stride forwards towards Malachi and make a Jaws attack with a natural 8 for 27. That does not hit as Malachi dodges out the way. 
Okay, and he will take one more bite at you with a 29. Yes, that also misses. Okay, thank you very much. It's Aaron's turn. Freshly healed to full health, nearly. Yes, indeed, I am. I am currently grabbed, which is not ideal for me, and I am scared about trying to escape from this thing because I imagine that it's going to have a very high DC for me You're to try and escape. You're by this huge fleshy behemoth towering nearly 30 feet above you. I haven't got the strength. So I think I'm going to try and oh, I need to get away from this thing. Aaron is going to try and cast a spell, so I'm going to try and roll the flat check for using the manipulate action. Watch him lose this. DC 5. Oh, okay, so let's just quickly... So when grabbed, if I try to use the manip- anything with the manipulate trait, I need to roll a flat check, because obviously I'm fighting off with my hands being grabbed. Oh, okay, yep. So if I don't pass the flat check, then the action is disrupted. And the uh, flat check is DC... Five. Five. Okay, so you're going to try and cast a spell. Yeah, so here's the flat check. Oh, that's nearly a three. That's nearly a three. Right, okay, 19. 19. So it's fine. And Aaron disappears from the giant's hand. Whoa! And (laughs) casts Translocate and appears to the north, 30 feet away. He disappears out of the abandoned building back towards the craggy mountainside. For my third and final action, he draws the oil of repulsion. Ah, the lube. The, the lube. lube. Full the, body lube. Well, it's yeah, like okay. repellent, repellent yeah, yeah, yeah. oil lube. Uh, yeah, he draws <laughs> that. And that'll be my turn. Okay, thank you, Aaron. It is Lupin's turn. Lupin, you are about 20 feet away from the big behemoth that's come crashing into this building. You're towards the back. What do you do? Lupin will, considering how quickly they've closed the distance, uh, will swap his gun for his rapier. So single action to... Even with the uh, juggler card? Uh, yeah, because it's still all the same action. Yeah. I just like the idea of Lupin juggling the, the sword. <laughs> yeah, the sword yeah it's so, I don't know, it seems not in character, but that makes yeah, it so funny. Yeah, it's, it's um, okay, yeah. It's, okay, so Lupin will um, will draw his sword cane as well okay. and will basically toss his gun up into the air and while, he's, while the gun is in the air, he quickly draws his mirror and uh, rubs it very quickly and before he vanishes he grabs the gun out of the air and another version of Lupin appears directly above the uh, fleshy crocodile thing that is next to Wilhelm okay as you step into there Lupin you are going to have to run me a fortitude save please yep that's fine Uh... this odour of rot that you've now stepped into you were out of it but now you've stepped in that's a natural 7 for 27 27 is a success. Lovely. For his uh, third and final action, Lupin will take a swing at the presumably now... uh, These are individual creatures, aren't they? They appear to be. Yep, uh, so Lupin will take a swing at this creature. Go for it. I presume it is uh, is off guard. It would appear that way, Lupin. Uh, 
That's another natural seven. Jesus Christ. That is 29 to hit. Flat-footed. That is a hit. Lovely stuff. Uh, 14 points of damage and 1d6 persistent bleed. Seems to hurt it more than you would think, Lupin, as your sword cane goes crushing through this very pink, very raw flesh. Lovely. Um, And that is my turn. It's the big guy's turn. So he's going to take a swing at Wilhelm. You see this big fleshy fist come down towards you, Wilhelm. 30 to hit. That does not hit, no. He'll take another swing at you. Ah! Natural 5 for 26. One lower and I would have gotten a counter attack. Count <laughs> yourself lucky there. Swings again. 22. Wilhelm is going yes. to... Um, seizing, seizing the opportunity from uh, this creature kind of flailing about and not really aiming... He swiftly sidesteps all three hits and as its arm kind of goes past him, tries to stab it into one of its many limbs. It is off guard since I hit it with my snagging strike last round. Just a reminder. Okay. And Wilhelm is going to attempt a strike. This is your reaction for the crit miss. Yes, uh, with a 29 to hit. Because it's off guard, that is a hit. All right. Ooh, that's pretty good. That's 24 points of damage total. All seems to go through. Nice. It is one of my little mini creatures' turns. This one is going to stride up to Lupin. He can get the flank just over this wall. And he's going to attempt to bite you, Lupin. With a 30 to hit. Uh, That is a miss. Okay, and he will try and bite you again with a 27, which will also be a miss. It's my next creature's turn. This one comes charging towards Malachi and attempts to bite you with a natural natural one. one. It's not going my way. And here comes the second attack. Natural two this time. Two critical misses. It is... My final creature's turn, the one that is flanking Lupin to the north. He doesn't have to move. Ooh. Natural 13 for a 32. Uh, that is going to hit because I am off guard. Excellent. Here's your I damage. Five feet, Lupin, Not sorry. bad. 19 <laughs> points of damage. Here comes the second Jaws um, attack. Before you do that, uh, that as you strike that version of Lupin, it explodes in a shard of mirrored glass and uh, every creature in a five foot emanation so that's both of the creatures that are flanking Lupin will take eight points of damage of slashing damage okay and uh, that version of Lupin will disappear slashing damage Mm. Uh, yes because it's the shards of mirrored glass ah so he bursts out of existence so that creature can't take it's a second attack but it will then turn around to Wilhelm and roll to hit. 32 to hit. Does not hit, no. Does not hit. Okay. And it will attempt a third at you, Wilhelm, with a 16 to hit. If I had a second reaction, I would use it right now. But no, that's a critical miss. Okay, bottom of round two. It's Wilhelm's turn. My creature takes six points of bleed, rolls a recovery check, mm. Ooh, and fails with a three. All right, um, the giant is no longer off guard. It's frightened, though. Yeah, 
which could come in handy because Wilhelm is going to uh, spend his first action trying to um, make another snagging strike at uh, at the giant. Okay, so Wilhelm toe-to-toe with the behemoth. Can yes. he hit? This is going to be a natural 12 for 37 to hit. That's a hit. Uh, not as good. 16 points of damage. All seems to go through. For his second and third action, Wilhelm is going to ready an attack against the behemoth with the trigger. Um, sure, the trigger is it um, attempting a hostile action within his reach. But do you get your attack penalty on that, Wilhelm? No, I don't. That's precisely why I use it. Oh, okay. So manipulating the rules. Okay. It's, it's, it's basically spending two actions and a reaction to forego the um, the penalty. It's top of round three, it's Malachi's turn. Malachi is currently right next to Arasish in this building, but also two of these horrible creatures, these medium-sized ones, are right next to him. What do you do? He's going to move the choir to hit the two creatures in front of him and the behemoth. I need fortitude saves. Okay, so the behemoth rolls a success, the small one rolls a success, and the other one rolls a crit fail. Yes, absolutely. And your damage is... a stupid is... spell. I hate this spell so much. Well... I love this spell. We can teach him slow singing. if you like. <laughs> 26 points of damage. Okay, so the bottom one takes double and is looking worse for wear. That's one action, I believe, Malachi. And then the second action, he will continue to keep Dirge of Doom up and then he will move 15 feet in front of Lupin. Is that okay, Lupin? No, that's fine. That's uh, no problem there. Okay. It's now the scavenger's turn. This one strides forwards and attempts to hit you, Malachi. With a 29 to hit. Misses. Okay, here comes the second action. 21 to hit. Misses. Okay, that's his turn. It's Aaron's go. Aaron pours the oil of repulsion all (laughs) over his robes, and then it starts tingling because it's filled with iron filings that are magnetically charged. That is going to last for one minute if anyone tries to come up and hit me. They will have to roll a fortitude save to do so. Aaron, um, stop this! Stop distracting Wilhelm. Okay. So for that's his first action. For his second and third, he is able to do a shadow blast, but in a slightly different way. He's only ever done it in like big lines, really. And now he targets this spot over here and does a 15-foot burst that hits two of the small creatures and the behemoth, but narrowly avoids the be- uh, narrowly avoids Wilhelm. And he's going to channel this shadow into slashing damage so that you see great black tentacles erupt from the earth and strike all three of these creatures here. Okay. Yes, Matty. Yes, Matty. Please roll a reflex save. So the little creature to the north, nearest to you, rolls a natural Ooh. three for a 21. That's a fail. Close. The second little creature rolls yes! a natural one. That's a critical fail. It's all going well, isn't it? Okay, and the big guy, natural 13 for 33. 
three. That is a pass, but okay. this is going to be slashing damage. All right, roll this damage. Here we go. Oh, some low rolls, but it's 21. All right, thank you, Aaron. Is that your turn? It's my turn. All right, Lupin Malice, you're up. Lupin uh, will throw over Malachi the same ring that he'd handed Wilhelm earlier to share weakness. So, yeah, Lupin will share the weakness of the big pinky there. And uh, that's now officially his canon name. Um, <laughs> pinky, yes. Yeah, we'll now share. Yeah, we'll share the uh, weakness of Big Pinky with Big with Dinky. Big Dinky, big Big Pinky and his Big Dinky. Um, he does have a massive knob. that's just flopping around. <laughs> like I said, it's, it's, it's even at, two pronged. It's huge. It's yeah. six foot long. <laughs> Love it how we call the dicks. You know? yes, if, if he turns around in a hurry, he's going to take someone's head off. That's um, one of his attacks, Jason. Have you been reading the GM guide? <laughs> yeah, to nerf that ability, it's too strong. <laughs> I'm going to use my two-action oh. dong schlong and... Uh, <laughs> flesh helicopter, yeah. It does have the Vorpal trait, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't get a fly speed from that? <laughs> is that, what, is that a cocky? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Right. Oh god! All right. Um, I've completely forgot what I was going to do. Um, uh, share okay, weakness. So, yeah. So first action, share weakness uh, with Wilhelm. The second action, he's going to uh, take a swipe with the sword cane at the uh, scavenger that is right next to him. Yes. Okay. Uh, natural mm. four for twenty-six. That's a hit. Lovely. Mm. I'm going after the ones with crap AC because I can't roll for shit. As evidenced by the two, a one, and a one on 3d6. Oh <laughs> my god. It does seem to hurt it more, Jason, with your sword Excellent. game. Uh, that is seven points of damage with a d6 of bleed. And then for uh, final action, I may as well swing again, to be honest. Um, so that will be a second attack penalty. That is another natural four for 22. <laughs> That's a mess, Jason. Oh my god, I'm not sure who's rolling worse, us or you. Um, mm. Yeah, that's turn. Okay, so it's the big guy's turn, the one that is stood next to Wilhelm in this destroyed building. He's going to strike down with his fist at Wilhelm. Is it the large one? Yep, natural 16. Alright, um, just as the creature is about to attack Wilhelm, he's going to attack himself, having... Um, sense that the creature starts an attack and making a counter-attack because of his readied action. So this is going to be with the rabbit prince still in this. A natural 7 for 33. 33 is a hit. Oh my god. Not high, but still okay, I guess. 17 plus uh, shared weakness. Okay, got it. Seems to hurt the creature, and as he swings down with his punch, that's a 42 to hit. Wilhelm. That definitely hits, Okay, finally. here's your damage. Oh, that's high. Oh, that's good damage. Oof. 42 points of bludgeoning. Lupin's amulet will flash, and uh, shield will go up above uh, Wilhelm's head, and it does reduce the damage by 14 being Oof. the bodyguard is so fun when you're being guarded. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so that's 28 points of damage for me. Very good. Second action swings down with his fist. 31 to hit. That does not hit, no. Okay. In fact, though, because the first one was a hit, you should be grabbed as a 
free action. Though. Does it still have to attempt a save? Uh, no, you will be grabbed from the first hit. Okay. That second hit doesn't hit still, but you are grabbed by the creature. Right. Yes. And then it's going to take a final attempt with a natural 15. It's a 31 to hit. Still does not hit, no. Okay, it's my scavenger's turn. This one's to the north. It's going to roll over to Aaron and attempt to bite him. That's a 29 to hit. 29 is a hit. Okay, here comes the damage. You're so squishy. Okay, 13 <laughs> points of damage. And then As here- the creature <laughs> connects with Aaron and bites into his oil-covered robes, it must roll a fortitude <laughs> save, please. That's a 19. Oh, a 19 is a fail. So the creature bounces back so his teeth connect <laughs> and then he immediately goes flying 10 feet backwards. The creature goes flying back nice. 10 feet. They are looking worse for wear, but the behemoth, though, is still looking very much in control. Arasish moans with a wound to the left side of his body, and the curtain comes down. <laughs> You've been listening to Describe Your Kill, The Death of Destiny. Find out more at describeyourkill.com. Thank you to Paizo, Michael Gelfi, Creator Cord, Sirenscape, Kevin McClaude, Foundry, and Sigil Services. Get all the links on our website. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com.